0: Life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. I wonder if you might have a use for gospel material in languages other than our English language. Well, it sounds like something that a missionary might use, but here in Australia, we are so multi ethnic and increasingly multicultural. And many people are most comfortable when they hear gospel content in their own mother tongue. Well, there is an app I can draw your attention to today that you'll be able to download that has gospel material in 5,000 languages. It's called the Five Fish app, as part of the great work of the Global Recordings Network, and it means that almost everyone can hear the gospel in their own language. Graydon Colville is the International Director of Global Recordings Network. Graydon is joining us. Hi, Graydon. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much. Good to be with you. Great. And when we talk about gospel content, we're not necessarily just talking about Bible books. We're talking about stories and testimonies. Is that the sort of content you've got on your app?
1: Yeah, that's that's correct. A um, few figures. There are many, many thousands of languages in the world, depending how you count them, maybe 7,000 or so uh, identified complete languages. Full Bibles exist in about 600 of those, portions in another 2,500, 3,000 or so. There's a lot of languages and dialects with very little in written scripture form. So our material focuses primarily on audio materials that tells basic Bible stories, basic Bible messages, and yes, through the Fish app you can access many audio scriptures as well.
0: Great, and let's talk about the complexity of language for a few moments because uh, as English-speaking Aussies, we tend to think everybody should speak our language, but Australia's not like that. There's an awful lot of multi-ethnic, multicultural, multi-languages spoken in Australia, and people do like to hear the gospel message in their own language.
1: Yes, and uh, it's more than just a matter of liking to hear it in their own language, usually Their understanding will be so much greater if it comes to them in a language that speaks to their heart. There are some people who are genuinely multilingual, who will comfortably work in a range of languages. But for many of us, there's a language that speaks uh, most deeply to our hearts and our minds. And uh, when you want a message to impact people deeply and transform their worldview and and their life, then it's very important to get that message to them in the language that works best for them.
0: And of course, Global Recordings Network isn't a new kid on the block. You've been around for a long, long time, uh, since the 1950s in Australia and uh, formed back in 1939 in the US. So the accumulation of all of this resource has happened over all these decades.
1: Yeah, it's not a fast process. We've been working on it for a long time. and I say now, close to 6,000 languages available at some level now. Some of those languages are old. Some of them are actually uh, no longer spoken. Uh, Some of those languages keep changing, also, so it's a it's an ever-ending task, and there are still several thousand spoken forms that probably need audio recordings.
0: Is it the case that you think, in general, and perhaps even reflect broader than your own recordings network, that? Christians, in the way that they've communicated the gospel, and as you say, you've accumulated something like 6,000 languages, this is one of the ways that language is preserved around the world and uh, creates a real value for every culture. Uh,
1: Yeah, we don't record languages primarily for that purpose, but it, it does have that purpose. And we've got recordings of Aboriginal languages, for example, that are no longer spoken. They're in National Archives. Some of our materials have actually been requested to help uh renew languages uh, that are that are dying, both here in Australia and in other countries. so it does pre- it does help to preserve language as well. It also gives those uh, language communities a, a sense of dignity that their language is considered of value and worth preserving.
0: And great, and the changes in technology, which no doubt has given you a tremendous boost, uh, because technology, uh, lots of places working these days with solar power and uh, modern devices, when there's no electricity and when you've got a device that can uh, deliver language, as you say, in those 6,000 languages, uh, there's there's really powerful stuff happening, isn't there?
1: Indeed and there is. A, technology is a bit of a, a two-edged sword. Sometimes it works for us and sometimes it works against us because it doesn't stay static. It keeps changing. And the kind of technology that people have access to changes, so right from the recording technology at the front end of our operation to the distribution technology. But certainly these days, the use of the internet and uh, mobile phone coverage and the increasingly widespread use of smartphones and phone apps is making a huge impact on our distribution And uh, we are seeing uh, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of hours of audio material going out through our websites and phone apps.
0: And, of course, the current generation takes all that for granted. But from what I understand, Graydon, uh, the original way that the Gospel Global Recordings Network started was with the distribution of 78 RPM records. No doubt they were being played on very ancient uh, pieces of equipment.
1: Uh, that's correct, and we actually used to manufacture playback devices that range from the very simple cardboard radio uh, record player, which we know is the Card Talk, which some people will remember who've been around a long time. Huh. We developed hand-wine record players because there's no point in giving people a, a recording if they can't listen to it. So we've actually been quite heavily involved in the development of playback technology over the years as well.
0: Wow. Right from 78 RPM records, no doubt through the era of cassette tapes, and uh, yes. then to CDs and MP3s yes. and now just the delivery of all of this via an app. A tremendous sense of accomplishment to have kept up with that technology and to be continuing to reinvent yourself.
1: Yes, and of course these days much more into audio-visual presentations as well. So a lot of our audio material have been converted to audio-visuals. A lot of our Bible story material is designed to go with pictures uh, which we have, which are now available as slideshows and simple videos and sometimes more complex videos. Great, uh, we're and also very privileged through the 5 Pick app to be able to distribute the Jesus Film Suite. So many of the, the Jesus Films are also available in many languages through our apps.
0: Absolutely amazing. And uh, just uh, come back a little, because sometimes we think that language groups, you pick a big language group and uh, you do everything in that language group, but you've made it your goal not only to touch on the big language groups, but also these small language groups and not everybody focuses Mm -hmm. on those but what are your thoughts for reaching out into those you mentioned some aboriginal languages that have virtually died out but right around the world touching in those cultural situations where the language is very different from anywhere but you haven't neglected them
1: yeah, and I think we come at that from a few points of view. I think the the story of the first Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 uh, highlights for us that God wants to speak to us in the language that works best for us. Um, and we've, that's something we've taken very seriously. Uh, when we started our ministries back in the 1930s and 40s, uh, we were focused particularly on those who did not or could not read. But of more recent years we've come to understand that there's a lot of people who have literacy of some level maybe even quite highly developed that are still what we call oral preference learners so they would prefer to process information uh, hearing it in story form seeing it uh, not necessarily in print form and oral communication forms take on also things like poetry and drama and so on so our, our goal is to is to make the gospel as as we can come alive under the power of the Holy Spirit through communicating in culturally appropriate ways into each people group, and um, and for many of these communities, uh, they've got their own ways of telling stories and their own ways of processing information, and we try as much as we can to uh, to understand that and produce uh, materials in the style that works for them.
0: As you say there are a lot of people who are oral language learners but Mm -hmm. with the people who are creating the content for you do they have to go into that culture and make the content there amongst that people group or are you looking for people around Australia even who are multilingual but may be able to contribute in some way is there an opportunity here for listeners?
1: There's all kinds of ways people can be involved. Um, many of our field operations these days are staffed by local people. So, for example, our team in Nigeria are all Nigerians. Our team in Pakistan are Pakistanis and so on. And often where we require uh, Western people is is often in the areas of training and tech support, uh, audio technology, um, IT, information systems technology, um, we, can, we can be helped by people who speak, who speak a particular language that we would like to record or record more materials. Um, we can certainly be helped by people who would like to join us and train as uh, technicians or, or audio technicians even to work within Australia or to travel from Australia to work with our centres around the world or perhaps even to go somewhere where we don't have an office uh, to work in an area where, uh, where there is great need. Um, so there's, there's lots of ways that people can be involved, both in the technology side and in less technologically uh, complicated side uh, aspects of the work.
0: And Graydon, any plans for expansion into the coming times? Uh, what's the next uh, big growth evolution for uh, Global Recordings Network?
1: Uh, yeah, good question. Um, at, at a geographic level, we have operations in 30 to 40 countries, Um We're always open to the possibility of moving into new areas. Uh, That requires finding the right people and uh, and funds to support them. That's not always easy to do. There are many countries that are getting more hostile to Christian ministry. Many of the places where we currently work are are increasingly hostile to Christian ministry. Um, We continue to look at technology and ways of getting the message, uh, message out there. I guess on the technology side, looking increasingly at things like artificial intelligence, which will help us do language survey work and language identification and produce materials uh, into new languages. Certainly the Bible translation movement has developed uh, technology that helps bridge the gaps from one dialect to another, one language to another. Uh, We're looking at some of the audio uh, parallels to that. Um, So we're blessed here to have some great technicians in Australia keep an eye on what's happening in the the technology world. And um, so we try to stay up with that and keep relevant and appropriate to... um, Things we're
0: trying to do. Well, exciting times ahead. Uh, Graydon, let's talk about how people listening to our conversation today might utilize the languages and the stories that are on your five fish app uh, do you simply download that app through your app store and uh, and then how would you use that say if you've got neighbors uh, or people who sure. your colleagues uh, perhaps at work or in your community who you know they don't speak fluent English so how can this app benefit uh, Aussies listening to our conversation now
1: yeah thank you for that That's a great question um, so people can download the app uh, free it's available on for both uh, Android and iOS platforms Um, and uh, yes, you can download it, and that automatically gives you access. So, for example, um, it's not just people who don't speak English, but uh, sometimes, uh, and as you said, you find people in Australia who speak many languages, just to hear something in their own language can be a bit of a novelty, and it can uh, spark their interest. So you might have a a shopkeeper that you've developed a bit of a relationship with, or a a neighbour and you might say, oh, you know, I've come across something in uh, which I think is your language. Are you interested in having a listen? And you can you can play it for them on your phone. On your phone, you can Bluetooth it to their phone. You can direct them to the app store if they're interested, or uh, or the app themselves. Uh, and especially if they show some interest, then you want to help them get access to to more materials. Um, So yeah, you know we've got lots and lots of stories of you know people sitting on a bus or on a train next to someone and get in conversation. Uh, They're obviously from another country, and if it turns out that uh, they're relative newcomers or they they speak a different language at home, you you can pull out your phone and say, oh, is uh, is this your language? Yeah, you interested in this? Would you like to listen? So it's uh, we're limited by our own creativity more than anything else, but there's lots of opportunities uh, for for using this. um, this tool here in Australia and, of course, in many other parts of the world, too.
0: Well, it's called Five Fish and gospel Mm -hmm. material in 5,000 languages. It works with any mobile device with a web browser and media player, And you can find out more when you go to globalrecordings.net. That's Global Recordings Network website, globalrecordings.net. There's also a fivefish.mobi site uh, for people who want to access the uh, 5,000 languages and see what that looks like and see how it might be useful to you. Graydon Colville is the International Director of Global Recordings Network. Graham, uh, honour to you for... What a great ministry you do, and uh, thanks so much for taking some time to share these things with listeners today on 2020.
1: You're very welcome, and it is worth just commenting that uh, people do get confused with our name because we used to be Gospel Recordings many years ago. For some years, we were Language Recordings, and now we're Global Recordings Network, but it's the same organization. It's the same work.
0: Globalrecordings.net. Great, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you.